When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on. Are you ready? Welcome. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney made a little joke, and he was so delighted. A little joke. Himself. Listen to how Mahoney laughs at himself. <laughs> like, I have never even heard Mahoney laugh that way, ever. Mahoney. <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to apply for the position of Audrey's giggle guy. <laughs> are, you, uh, are you a fan of this guy's laugh? No, this guy. What if we slow it down? <laughs> Interesting. I don't like that. The Dave and Mahoney Show. Full disclosure, I have to poop. <laughs> okay. I feel like that's an important thing. I am like, I got to get home. The, the clock is ticking. You know, the yeah. little uh, countdown clock from 24. The little boop, boop, oh, poop, poop. <laughs> All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, bees. It seems like there's been a lot of talk about bees recently. People getting stung by whole packs of bees, you know. Oh, I thought been... you were talking about bitches. Oh, yeah, no, bo- bottom bees. Oh. Uh, no, in this case, actual bees. Uh, police in Ontario had to call several beekeepers for backup when approximately 5 million bees fell off the back of a truck. That's not that many bees. I mean, they got wings. <laughs> what are you doing? Clean yourself up, man. How are you falling out of a truck? You got wings, bees, you <laughs> drunk ass. They're not exactly sure how or what took place to make this happen, but at some point, the boxes containing bees or beehives slid off a trailer and spilled all over the road. I think road. I got a, a, a pretty good guess. Have you been driving around semi-trucks recently? I mean, kind of, yeah, casually. Yeah, y'all be driving crazy. The so it'll slow down. Is that what it is? They yeah. Drive, drive How else crazy? does something just slide off of a truck? Yeah, also, like, if you got boxes of beehives, like, how are you not going to make sure that's properly secure? Yeah, you got you to gotta, you gotta, you gotta ratchet those down. Yeah. I've seen Bat- mattresses more secure on the back of, like, a Toyota Corolla. You know, sometimes <laughs> I feel like they're getting a little too a little too aggressive with the securing of those mattresses. You're like, you're going to damage the mattress. No, there's <laughs> no. Too much. It's going to turn into a hamburger. You're going to go hamburgers not, out no. or hot dog uh, fold. Nope. I've seen too many videos of a mattress flying off somebody's car on the highway. Yeah, I mean. Dude, our, our friend Andy. Our buddy Andy. Hit a mattress and his truck's burned to the ground. It exploded. That was wild. I forgot about that. So beekeepers had to be extra careful in this situation because the uh, the bees were angry. And I understand why. Because they fell. Yeah. Uh, Some of the crates were left behind in hopes that some of the bees would return to be retrieved at a later date, which you're like, okay, you're just going to leave these boxes on the side of the road. Y'all coming back? It's probably because they had the honeycombs in there. Yeah, probably. So the uh, the driver of the truck was cited for driving with an insecure load, which was Mm -hmm. my rapper name in college. That's why you have four kids. Yeah. Some good news today as well. Speaking of that, uh, how about a Dairy Queen Blizzard for less than a dollar? I was Dude, just I, looking at a Dairy Queen I yesterday. I drove by a Dairy Queen twice yesterday. Twice? And I planned on stopping because I was just out driving my new car. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as you do, as you drive, and I'm like, there's a, there's a Dairy and I was part of town, Dairy Queen I hadn't seen before. I'm like, when I turn around, I'm going to stop at that Dairy Queen. How did 
both of us romanticized a Dairy Queen yesterday, and, then, and neither of us stopped. Then I'll, then I'll be proud. You'll be proud. I was like, you know what? I don't need those extra calories right now, <laughs> even though it's 10 o'clock at night, and the, and that blizzard would be oh so right. You're going to get a 10 p.m. blizzard? Yeah, good choice not getting that. Man, uh, I really want. was it screams in, uh, What I was going to do, too? Audrey, I was, because I, was, I, was, I normally get an extra large, I was going to get a small. Oh, oh wow. Look just at you. To, just just to be, like Tom Segura said, right? Yep. Just give yourself a little, little just, taste just of room and then so put I'm going to get an extra large. So Dairy Queen is celebrating the anniversary of the blizzard, and this is actually pretty nuts when you think about how much things cost these days. Uh, in celebration of the blizzard, which was created all the way back in 1985, That's not that long ago at all. is offering small blizzards for 85 cents. That's going to be happening from American? September September 11th to the 24th, but so like, for a couple weeks. But what kind of blizzards? Is it just like basic, regular, schmegular, 85 cents blizzards? Like, do you get to pick and choose what you want inside of it? Yeah, yeah, you can choose the flavor. It's just a small. Just a small. It's just a small. You get to choose the flavor, but you have to have the app, which is kind of Of course. There's a stick. Yeah. So you need to sign up for the DQ rewards and keep an eye out for the coupon to appear in the app and it takes up to 24 hours once you sign it, whatever. Uh, But if you want a blizzard... And you want to save some money. I'm not downloading the Dairy Queen app. I'm uh, sorry. I, I mean, I got the McDonald's app and See, an Arby's app. But you I bet frequent you the McDonald's. Do you have a whole folder just for fast food apps? I do. Yeah, I do. Pony. Are you going to download the DQ? Are you already downloading What's the it right now? What's the trashiest app you have? Uh, I mean, like the, the d- one that makes you like you, you would be embarrassed. Is it the DQ I mean, app Arby's, the Arby's app? Is, Arby's app is pretty. <laughs> yeah, is you know, pretty I don't want my wife to see that one. <laughs> That's pretty trashy. <laughs> Find the OnlyFans page instead. Sure. Like, geez, don't. Not the Arby's app. Jeez. I mean, I love roast beef. Oh. He's got the meats. Dude. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. So all of us, at some point in our lives, have lived in the woods. And it's not necessarily even if you live, like, just in a very rural area, right? Like, when I lived in Houston, which is one of the biggest cities in the country, I lived in an area called Pearland. Mahoney, you live down in the same yep. area. And... There was a lot of like re- a lot of really rural stuff that was very close by because Houston's one of those cities that just sprawls forever. Right? And as it continues to sprawl, you get out into what used to just be farmland, mm-hmm. but now it's become like these big industrial areas or suburbs or whatever it may be. Well, there's uh, no zoning, so it can be, anything can be anywhere in Houston. Houston is a wild city. Yeah. There's no zoning at all, so you can have a church next to a 7-Eleven, next to uh, an apartment complex. Next, next to a strip club yep. that is also a junkyard. Yeah. <laughs> and then they don't sell uh, then they don't sell spirits uh, during the week because of blue laws. Yeah. What? Uh, so what is the loudest or smelliest thing that you guys have ever <laughs> lived by? Because I, I lived near the airport. When I lived in St. Louis, yeah. I lived in the path oh. of the airport. And, yeah. you know, I, that's why, like, anybody who says today, like, you know, like, I, I'm looking for a house, and it's in Path of Planes. I'm like, I lived literally one mile from the airport, and the so planes. you heard every plane. Like, I, none of the, I, I could tune that out. Like, it's a superpower. Yeah, so when I was living in Houston, there was a hog farm, and I don't know exactly where it was because I never went looking for it, but on certain days, mm. when the wind would cer- turn a certain direction, you'd be like, what in the hell is that smell? And they're like, oh, oh yeah, that's the hog farm. I'm like, that's... That's awful. Oh, yeah. My oh. wife worked next to a hog farm. Her school was There's next to a hog farm. Stinky, man. Oh, yeah. During the summer? Yeah, oh, yeah. nope. See, I feel like I've lived in the exact 100% polar opposite of smelly. I don't mean to brag, but I used to live right next to the peanut butter Jif factory. Oh, what a flex. Yeah, I man. I bet that smelled wonderful. It, yeah, if you can imagine what warm 
peanut butter in the air Roast, smells like. Roasted peanuts. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm drooling thinking about it. Wow. I missed that for sure. I also used to live next to a rock quarry, and that was that was pretty wild. We should, we should. I mean, Audrey, Audrey wins this one. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, that. No I question. mean, a gif. Yeah, because I can't think of anything else. I can't think of anything smelly that I live by other than like people. And so, it was animated. Uh, there, there was a mysterious smell reported by residents of an Ohio city, and it was tracked back to the local chemical plant. Oh no! The city of Avon Lake Fire Department said in a Facebook post that the gas odor reported across the community was because of a leak at the Lubrizol Advanced Materials plant. So everyone's like, what is that smell? And it's just chemicals in the air. Woof. I don't know if this stuff just didn't happen back in the day or people just don't care. Like, how long did this go on before they were trying to figure out where this leak was coming from? Yeah, like how many residents had to complain? Like, what is that stank in the air until they actually went to go figure it out? And then they're like, oh. You've already <laughs> inhaled all of it? Sorry about is, the chemicals is, in the air. Is Lubrizol like Astroglide? Yeah, it's freaky. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, I got a message for Dave and Mahoney uh, about that guy that called saying that you guys repeat yourself throughout the day. You know what? Some of us do miss some of the stuff that uh, we want to hear that you guys are talking about. And we might step out of the vehicle every now and then. And we want to know what happened or what the conclusion was of something that was being mentioned on the radio. So, yeah, you keep doing what you're doing. You guys are great. Late. <laughs> Message deleted. I love that guy's laugh. I love our crazy listeners. <laughs> that guy is great. <laughs> and you know what? It's If you want to, like, pull back the curtain of radio, the average person who's listening to the radio doesn't listen for, you know, all day, every day. By any cl- stretch, of, stretch of the imagination, it's like 15 minutes. Yeah, think about your average car ride. It's your, it's your, it's your commute to work most you're, of the time. Yeah, you're in the car, and then you get out of the car, and then, then, then that's, that's it. it. Unless yeah. you want to be fantastic. And listen while you're at work. You should absolutely do that. Yes. All the hours. You yes. say, hey, Alexa. I hope I just turned yours on. Uh, please play app. <laughs> <laughs> You've never done that before, have I, you? I usually just, just say, ask, hey, I don't know. <laughs> please leave a message after the tone. You know, if dogs could use cell phones, they'd just spend the majority of their day filling out missing persons reports. Message deleted. You know what's really funny to think about? I don't know if you guys ever did this when your parents were at work, but I used to call my mom whenever she was working. Just ring, ring. Hey, Miss Receptionist lady. Do you care to give the phone to my mom? And then she'd be like, what do you want? How long do I microwave macaroni and cheese? That's an important question. <laughs> like, That's what? a real life important question. But I was calling my mother while she was working. Like, what in the world? There's no excuse for that anymore because, like, you just Google something, kid. You don't have to do that anymore. Back then? But back, back then, then the, you, you, oh my God. how am I just supposed to know this? I'm 11. I don't know how long to microwave <laughs> macaroni and cheese. the house down. Yeah. You could have burned the house Did down. Did you guys ever do that to your parents, though? Just, like, call them up at work and just ask the stupidest questions ever? No. You my, never did? I my, feel like so that's my a mom, my mom stayed home with me until, like, I went to high school, essentially. She, okay. she didn't She didn't start working until I went to high school, so she was always at home. Okay. Same. My mom stayed at home, and because of that, all of, she got all of the stupid questions. Yeah. Okay. My, my dad did not get bothered at all. <laughs> he was just off in his little wonderland. There was no cell phones back then, you know. He would roll in and genuinely wonder what happened today. Mm-hmm. Just have to get an update. That's wild. It yeah, is I wild. was just calling anybody and everybody. Like, I somehow had my 
dad's boss's phone number at one point and like uh, like I think I had like a business card or something like I found it uh-huh and I just rang up old Bill I said hey Mr. Bill you got some time to talk I'm like seven <laughs> I think I was stayed home from school sick in yeah. the middle of the day just want to converse with whoever because it's like, just the first time you finally start to learn how to use a phone you're a real cute kid can we wrap this up I think I made like a song request Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, yo, Mahoney, you sound like a man who enjoys them finer things in life, mm-hmm. some of them higher quality things. So it kind of shocks me to hear that someone as big, sexy, and sultry as yourself is not rolling around in some type of Cadillac. I mean, to hear that you not coming out of a Cadillac looking all studified. It just breaks my heart there, big guy. What can we do to rectify that? Message deleted. You do give Caddy energy. I, I mean, I love I love Cadillacs. I can see you as you as you get older getting into one of those like big Cadillacs, but, like the sedans. old those old school ones. I've looked at them. They don't make like the big big ones anymore. All the big yeah, Cadillacs are crossovers or SUVs. Like the the the, the Escalades are great. Lo- love an Escalade. But those old school like sedans, you know the ones I'm talking about like all the old people at church would be driving those things. Oh yeah. They, they, don't, like, they don't make they don't make those. I anymore. know. Why did they stop? Those things rode like a dream. Those basically had like lazy boys. They did. As seats, front seats. And the suspension on them like you'd go over a it's speed cloud. bump and it just whoom. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I don't had, know if it was really like that. I feel like there was a little man. bit more rumble and No, no, car. no. It was riding on the cloud. I mean, I had that Avalon, the Toyota Avalon. I've got, I still got it. I got 143,000 miles. Yeah. And that thing rode like a, it rode like a dream. I, I bought a new car literally yesterday. Which is so, Tell them. it's so Tell them. gorgeous. Tell them what? Tell them what you got. Uh, I bought a GV80 signature. Why so suspenseful? <laughs> Because he couldn't remember the name, <laughs> it's too wordy. <laughs> but it, it's 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 a, yeah, man. It's it's another car. Like it's a car. Like it's not flashy. It just rides quiet. And I'm just you know, it's that thing's pretty, man. Like the, you pulled up today, I was like, I can't wait to ding that thing's door. I'm just gonna park. You know what's gonna happen? Like uh, today, it's uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go somewhere. Because you're in a, in a, gonna in go a, to Costco. Day, day one, you go to Costco. And a cart is gonna just run straight boom, into it. right into it. But it's got the the feature that I like the most about it. There's like a uh, like a noise machine uh-huh. in there. And that's called. So like, you can have like white noise in there. That's that's called a radio. Well, they have that, but there's like <laughs> it's like you can listen to the rain even when it's not raining. You're gonna fall asleep, dude. What are you doing? Yeah, I, it's got massage. It's got a massage. What are you option. talking? This is terrible. What in the world? You know what? I bet Mahoney liked this because what he, him and his wife enjoy doing whenever they go to Disneyland is sleep in the car. So he probably saw this and he was like, oh, like, I can get oh, massage and take a nap. It's got, it's got a white noise machine and massages you and then it starts a very slow gas leak into the vehicle. <laughs> Good night. Call our voicemail and say anything you want. Anything? Well, uh, almost anything. Call 833-YO-DUMMY to be a part of the Dave and Mahoney Show. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
So, Audrey, you being your weird little self has made Rude? me realize something about myself. Okay. Okay, so... <laughs> I was like, that started off incredibly rude. No, it's... Okay, so you do something that makes me, like, itchy just thinking about it. Dave, you should say, not weird. She's unique. You are or perfect. Unique. unique. Uh, <laughs> in this way, you still go out in public and strike up conversations. I mean, yeah. You make small talk with cashiers, uh, very specifically, and that just weirds me out because I don't do that anymore. I feel like I used to do that before, you know. Self-checkout. Cell phones. Self-checkout. Cell phones. Just, you know, I'm communicating with the people that I want to communicate the most with the device in my hand. Before, it used to be like, you're out there just like, hi, oh, yeah. But you still do that. I, and I feel like the world kind of needs more Audrey's. Well, I am starting to get shunned. I thought that I was, you know, really adding to people's days. <laughs> Silly me. Like, I just go up and just, you know, I don't know, just being friendly. I feel like there's just so much kind of like negativity that exists within the thought of having interpersonal communication. Like a lot of people just don't like talking. And I just, I, that bothers me because it makes me feel like people just get a little bit more closed off. Yeah. So whenever I go up to cashier, I'm just like simple enough to saying, hi, how are you? How is your day before they ask me? Because I feel like for them, it's robotic. Like that's just part of the gig, right? Like you're just like, how are you? Boop, boop, you know? and then go through the motions. But I want them to know that I'm genuinely, I'm wondering how they're doing. And I do have conversations but, so can with I, them. So can I ask you just one question? Why? Because I enjoy people. She's, and oh, I she's think, empathetic, Dave. Yeah, I, enjoy, I enjoy people. I enjoy yeah. having conversations with people. Yeah. But <laughs> I went to a grocery store yesterday and I did my usual, hi, how are you? And, you know... I just got a absolute blank stare back. Like I'm talking like she heard me. This is a young girl. Young girl? Like maybe 20, maybe 20. And I am not kidding. She just deadpan, like stale fished, she looked at me. She Mitch McConnell to you. She did. That's crazy. Is that too soon? (laughs) Oh no, it's been twice now. So no, not too soon. But no, like straight up just stared at me. And I was, I was kind of taken aback that I didn't even get a, I was like, did she hear me? And I know she did. And I kind of doubled down. I was like, all right. <laughs> like, uh, I know that you guys are kind of busy, so I hope it's going okay. And now this makes you look I like the crazy would, lady. I would like to order this. I didn't give her a chance to like okay. have a conversation with me after that point because I saw the rejection. Mm-hmm. But, she you know, you. I just wanted her to know that like, all right, that kind of sucked that you she, did that. But well, let's push it forward. She was okay boomering you. She's like, look at this old, because I mean, she's 20 and you're 31. You could be her mother. (laughs) Well, if I was her mama, I would have told her to like have a conversation. (laughs) This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know the songs, but can you name them when they sound this bad? Bad? Bad. It's Cover Your Ears Uh, on Dave and Mahoney. Jay is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. Jay, are you ready to go? I'm ready. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. Let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. You're looking for the artist and the title of the song in order to get a full point. Here we go. Amorine like a bell through the night. Won't you love to love her? In the sky like a birdie flying. In. Who will be her lover? Are you love you never seen woman? By the wind, while you stay, she promised you heaven where you ever will. 
Hard to believe that that beauty only has 41 views. I like the fact that this person decided to... His name uh, is James, by the way. uh, That James decided to uh, cover such an iconic singer. Jay, do you know it? I'm going to go with uh, Fleetwood Mac, uh, Rhiannon. There you go, brother. Full point. Well done. I mean, his falsetto, you know, it's not quite Stevie's, but, you know, with a little work. You know, in 2023, you'd think that it'd be pretty easy to get a good recording because it's just come a long way over the years. I mean, you have... Dave, when you, when, the, when the talent is throwing, flowing through you, you don't have time to sit down and get a microphone set up. You just got to get it out there. Well, that's what's going on here. So this artist, that is, uh, they go by I Will Sing For You, uh-huh. uh, only has 21 views on this one, but the, the recording leaves a little to be desired. <laughs> there at the end. Jay, do you know it? I'm going to have to ask my dog for help on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Is Mahoney your dog? uh, Come on, Eileen by Dexy's Midnight Runner. Wow. My man. man. You were kidding. You got it. Very nice. All right. So this is uh, going to change things up a little bit because this next one here, actually quite popular, 77.7 thousand views. It sure was. It's exactly right. Here we go on to number three. No lifelines burnt yet. Speaking of dogs, dude, they got a crowd there. Yeah, I mean that wasn't that wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Well, yeah, sure. Well, my golden lab is is saying it's not me; it's a black dog by Led Zeppelin. Man, I love how you got a little something for everything. This is wonderful, Jay. If if Mahoney ever falls dead, you're you're up. (laughs) Yeah, give me a call. (laughs) All right, here we go. You can win it right here if you get this one. Uh, Again, no lifelines have been used just yet. Uh, Ninety-five views on this bad boy. The original takes us back to 1983. Do you know that one for the win, Jay? Nina with 99 Luftballoon. There you go, brother. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash on Dave and Mahoney. 
So Bob Barker obviously has passed away at 99 years old, had a heck of a life, and CBS has decided that they are going to be doing a tribute to him. And the Game Show Network has also announced that they are doing a Bob Barker match game marathon that is scheduled for Saturday. So eight hours of match game, going to start at 9 a.m. Bob Barker appeared as a celebrity guest in 40 episodes of the Game Show between 1973 and 1979 while serving as the host of The Price is Right. When I first saw this, I'm like, why would Bob Barker be on a match game marathon? And then 40 episodes, Bob Barker must have loved some match game. He was he, he a, hosts, celebrity, you know, or, a celebrity or, guest 40 times during as if he Bob had Barker nothing else going slut. on. Right? <laughs> like, this dude's out here working. Yeah, we know. So he was working for it or he was just like the celebrity guest? He was the celebrity guest while he was working as the host of The Price is Right. What is the match game? Uh, is this like a match, like dating Thing? No, it's like it's, it's it's like a it's a game show, but it's not like a dating game show. You're, oh, yeah. I thought it was because you know how they used to back in like the seventies and eighties, like they were like hardcore on the and behind this curtain you have match number two. I thought that would be like you pull back the curtain, it's Bob Barker. Yeah. <laughs> Come on call, down. That's why I called him a slut. <laughs> Only his phrase is "Go on down." You know. Oh. <laughs> so the uh, the special. I mean, the it, announcer's name was Rod Rowdy. Yeah, mm-hmm. we know. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Rod Rowdy. Yeah. Uh, the special air uh, in during the Price is Right game, game, daytime slot Monday at 11 a.m. as well. So if you want to see a little Bob Barker tribute this weekend, it is available. Um, kind of surprising, the Equalizer 3, the Denzel Washington movie. I mean, I've seen the first two because I they have were, poor taste in movies. They were, the first one wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. The second one I don't remember much from. The second it, one was just a little cornier. They had less just of a put them on line. Netflix, so it's not worth watching? No, they are worth oh, watching. Okay. Like they were surprisingly good, but the fact that there's like a third Equalizer well, Dave, coming out. you forget that the there's also the uh, world of Queen Latifah's Equalizer that was on, I believe, CBS for a while. Was that show called Equalizer? It, as well? it was based on the same thing. Was so they're, you know they're expanding it. You know they've seen the success that John Wick has had. So why not do it more with Denzel? So right. if you're not familiar, uh, the he plays a retired Marine and intelligence officer Robert McCall, and he steps in to see regular people taken advantage of by powerful people, and he uses his unique skills. He equalizes the balance of power to bring them to justice. Yes, yes. Hell yeah. Who, think, uh, is th- Megan Fox bringing them to justice too, or is that Fifty Cent? That's uh, that's that that's a different one. Uh, that's the Expendables. Oh, they're the, they're different. Yeah, they're different, man. This is this is Denzel Washington. This isn't like Sylvester Stallone and all those guys. I thought they were the same movie. Isn't it just a group of people just uh, I mean, out they, here they doing all, group of people nah, things? Like this, this he's is more, more like, of a solo guy. He, yeah, he's. he's, he's so he's like he's like the handsomer John Wick. Oh my god! So, I thought they were the same movie this whole time. Now I, th- I think it was Equalizer too, if I'm remembering correctly, where like he takes out like an entire warehouse of bad guys with machine guns, and you're like, all right. But uh, Equalizer three, I guess, is getting decent reviews. All so, right. you know, if you if you want another dumb action movie, Denzel Washington, who doesn't love some Denzel? Well, I like dumb action movies, so sign me up. This is Dave and Mahoney. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz on Dave and Mahoney. John is joining us today for a round of the movie quote quiz. John, are you a big movie buff? Yeah, I like to go pretty often. All right, so what is your favorite genre of movie? Um, well, if my wife's with me, it's got to be comedy because that's the only thing she'll watch. But I like a good action flick. 
Okay, we have kind of like running the gamut here, a little bit of everything today. Uh, you have a couple of lifelines if you need them. We only have a few short clips here, and you're trying to figure it out. Even if you've seen these movies, it can be challenging, Mahoney, when you've only got like 15 or 20 seconds well, to figure it all out. Well, luckily he has Audrey and myself, mm. uh, and I'm not going to brag, but I did take a history of cinema class mm. at nice. my second community <laughs> college. So you that have I an attended. expert on your And I have job. seen some films. There you go. Another expert. <laughs> Here we go with number one. Good luck, John. This one takes us back to 1984. There's something very important I forgot to tell you. What? Don't cross the streams. Why? It would be bad. I'm fuzzy on the whole good, bad thing. What do you mean bad? Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. All right, that's bad. Okay. All right, important safety tip. Some familiar uh, voices in there. Do you know that one, John? Oh, that would be Venkman telling us how not to kill ourselves in uh, uh, Ghostbusters. That is correct, my friend. Dang. I was thinking like weird science or something. Mm. No, no, no. Okay, this one's going to take us back even further. This one takes us back a decade before Ghostbusters came out to 1974. Here we go. Boy, is he strict. Got to get in there close and find out what's happening. There's our ticket. Look what I got here. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> <laughs> I remember this movie. Yeah, you sure do, because Mahoney was watching it after having a number of drinks on an airplane. Mahoney fairly, made me watch it. Yeah. I thought it was going to get canceled on airplane. Well, it's, yeah, it's an all-time classic, <laughs> all but classic. I don't think it would be made today. Let's just put it that no. way. Uh, John, do you know it? Uh, that sounds like Blazing Saddles. That me. is Blazing Saddles, brother. You're Mel doing great. Brooks, two I for mean, two. Masterpiece. I mean, Mel Brooks, Gene Wilder together. How do you go wrong with that? All right, here we go. Uh, from 1992. Say, you're a lot smaller than my last master. Either that or I'm getting bigger. Look at me from the side. Do I look different to you? Wait, wait a minute. I'm your master? That's right. He can be taught. What would you wish of me? The ever impressive. The long-contained... But never duplicated. That just made me so emotional. Did it really? It did. Yeah, I miss, I miss him. him. I miss him too. Do you know John? Oh, that's Aladdin. I miss him too. Yeah, you're crushing it. Robin Williams, man. They, is that the best Disney movie that's ever been made? Probably. I, I mean, mean, his voice work in that is just 10 out of 10 out of the park. As a kid, that was my favorite movie, hands down. Like, we literally memorized every Thanks. word in that movie. Mm -hmm. And I remember driving from Brainerd, Minnesota to Minneapolis with my grandparents and me and my brother in the backseat reciting the entire movie. And now, looking back on that, I realize how very annoying <laughs> that must have been for my grandparents. <laughs> All right, John, you can win it right here. You still got two lifelines. You're crushing this game. You get this one right and you're taking it home. Here we go. Quit around and give her the shot. Come on. Okay, look, while I'm doing this, you take off her shirt and find her heart. And that'd be exact? Yeah, it's got to be exact. You her a shot in the heart, so I guess it's got to be exact. I don't know exactly where her heart is. I mean, I think it's right here. That's it. This it? All right, quick. Hurry up, man. Okay. Hurry up. Here, I'll tell you what to do. No, 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 man, man. I ain't give, you, you, you're going to give her the shot. No, you're going to give her the shot. I ain't giving her the shot. I ain't giving her the shot. I never done this yeah, before. I ain't never done it before either, all right? I ain't starting now. Look, you brought her here, and that means that you're going to give her the shot. The day that I bring an OD and bitch to your house, then I give her the shot. From 1994, do you know it for the win, John, or do you need some help? Uh, sounds like Pulp Fiction. It is, man. Wow. Yeah. That was awesome. Thanks for 
This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, just yesterday we were talking about this Bachelorette contestant who could have potentially faked his own death here. Uh, and you said that your jaw was on the floor because it's a startling story when you you know hear this this long thing posted, basically a tribute to him about him dying and everything else on his Instagram page. And all of these major media outlets pick it up and run with it. And it's not like this guy's a big star. He was on the, you know, like 2015 or something like that for a single episode. Like he... He's not somebody that like has been in the public eye for a long time. I never knew this guy's name. You, you said it was a bachelor con, bachelor at contestant. Okay, there's been a lot of those people, but anytime you hear about somebody who's in the public eye who you know you think you know who's young and t- they take their lives, it's a sad story. And now we find out this was not the case. He's still alive, and he claims that he did no wrong. He claims that he was hacked. So he said that his Instagram account was hacked, and that's the reason why this got posted. But here's where it gets weird, is that it took him a full 18 hours to respond to anything to refute the fact that he was dead, which you'd think if you weren't dead and somebody was saying you were dead uh, and, and everyone was reporting you are dead. 18 hours uh, is a long time. You would probably find some time to be like, hey, not dead, here I am. Um, that's where it gets really weird. So according to TMZ, uh, Josh is saying the reason he did not reach out to anyone and refute the fact that he was dead is because he was trying to figure out who hacked his Instagram account. Oh, and it wasn't his responsibility to let everybody know. He also said that he was trying to manage a ton of texts and calls from concerned friends and family members. Was he responding to them? Well, so that's that's the big question here. Text like, people if you hear that they are dead. Right? Hey, are you dead? Question mark. Or no, I just like just making sure everything's okay. Right. Like I mean, like you, I would absolutely if I thought that something was. But if, no, but if I you was saw a TMZ that, report that like, hey, so and so died, are you gonna text them? Well, well he's I say, think that you're reaching out to make sure people are okay. reaching out, which makes sense, right? Uh, but there, there's also then the question of why didn't somebody that he supposedly was calling or texting with then reach out to the media and go, no, I just talked to him, he's fine. And so TMZ said that yeah, they actually. They actually called Josh after the death announcement was posted. Didn't get a call back until the next day. But here's what the really weird thing to me. They also called family members who either hung up on them or said no comment. Yeah. Like all of this just seems so It seems sad. very It's fishy. really sad because from a mental health perspective, obviously he is just really needing some help right now. Um, one way or another, if he uh, you know faked his own death or if this is a cry for help, um, if he, you know, uh, attempted and then couldn't follow through with it, whatever the case may be, this guy just really needs some help. Yeah, but you also, know, like, you're a dick if you're if you're faking your own death. Like, I yeah. understand that, like, you're you're having I mean, some I think issues. We're assuming that he didn't want to follow through with it. I mean, if he posted that and then just got too scared, I mean, I'd never want to wish death upon anybody because no, that would not. be the opposite. Like, it uh, would but, be like but, we faked his own death. What would you want him just to kill himself? No, no. I think I think that you're <laughs> no, giving but faking him, your own death is a, absolutely atrocious. Unless you're doing it for insurance money. Yeah, in which case, totally get that. And we get that. No, but if you're, disgusting. If you're I doing agree. it for attention, attention. Then, and, and that's, that's what it feels like, yes. um, and then, then that's just really, really unfortunate. Absolutely. And I'm with you. I hope he gets the help that he needs because this is sad and pathetic. And his parents need to uh, come up with some accountability measures as well. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What the heck is imposter syndrome? 
Message deleted. <laughs> Audrey, over to you. So imposter syndrome is whenever you believe that you do not belong in the room that you are supposed to be in. It's probably the best way of describing it. It's a fancy name for just being insecure. Yeah, and for sure. What's interesting, though, is that the insecurity many times goes well into, let's call it your professional life. A lot of times that happens or your personal life where you don't feel like you're good enough or like you really should be doing the job that you're doing. When in reality, you probably know exactly what you're, you're more doing. more than qualified. Yeah. You're smarter than other people. And see, Dave and I do not suffer from imposter syndrome. I would say we suffer from the opposite of that. We think we can do literally anything. Like, yeah. I am. I feel like if tomorrow, somehow something crazy happened, and they're like, Mahoney, we would like you to run the world. Give me and a, I think I would give do me a, a crown job. and uh, one of those big metal rods to whack people with. And a ring to, uh, to, to be kissed upon. Pinky ring, Dave. Uh, yeah, I also feel, and I'm so, so, so wrong on this. And I, I mean, it's it's chilling out a little bit now that I'm getting a little more advanced in age. But I mean, I've always thought my entire life, like if I just applied myself, I could be an NFL athlete. I feel like I could do anything still. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, I can't. What? What, what am I talking about? I can't even hit a fairway while I'm golfing. <laughs> what do you mean? No, it's we're not, we, it's, it's, this is a, this, it's, it's a, practice it's an AD, this is an, a, this is an AD, ADD, ADHD thing. Because like, if we just like, if we just apply ourselves uh-huh. to something, we'll be pretty good. At if it. I just but got the, up out of bed. But that's yeah. the thing about like ADHD <laughs> is that. There are people with ADHD who are pretty decent at most things. Yeah. You know, so it's like, but we just move on. Just Don't keep, it, keep it pushing because you hyper fixate on one thing. Yeah. And then once you realize like, oh yeah, I got that. I like to do nothing and then extraordinarily you well. Just a bunch of things pretty well. Yeah. Or fine. if I am not immediately good at it. <laughs> I'm out. See you later. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> Never, dude. Please leave a message after the tone. Math, <laughs> reading, <laughs> I'm out. We had a neighbor one time when we lived in Michigan. It was in the middle of the winter, and we had a power outage, so it was sub-freezing out. Well, he put his generator out in his driveway, which is right next to our house. Our house was a little bit of an older house. Well, he fired that generator up, and he put mixed gas in it. But if you know what mixed gas does to a regular gas engine, it makes it smoke and smoke and smoke. Well, that smoke just filled our house up. So now here we are with no power, no heat, and we had to open up all of our windows to get the smoke out. OMG, it was freezing. Message deleted. Dude, that is brutal. We were talking about bad neighbors yesterday and like some of the things that, that neighbors do that have been egregious. But when you're talking about smoking out your house and you don't have any power and you have to open your windows oh. in the dead of winter in Michigan, what? So one time uh, in the dead of winter in Kentucky, which I know it's totally different, but I mean, it was one of the years that we got like 16 feet of snow overnight and I did not know how a flu worked mm. for a fireplace. Yeah. I just kind of assumed it was open. It was open. If it oh, was closed, no. it was closed. And it was the probably the most poor I have ever been. Like, I am talking, I was on a ramen noodle budget and mm-hmm. couldn't even really afford the ramen noodles that I was eating. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the, the two job to three job lifestyle that you yep. have whenever you're 20. So it was my first townhouse that I'd ever bought. And the... <laughs> The electric bill came $450 because I was blasting the heat because I had no clue that I needed to close the flu. Wow. So it was just going, the heat was just going straight straight in and straight out. And I was wondering, I'm like, why is my house always so cold? $450. That's a lot of ramen noodles, girl. That that was, (laughs) oh, oh, that was my entire paycheck for a month. Man. Yeah. So, I mean, there is nothing worse 
than that. Like you're just mm. feeling freezing, freezing, freezing cold. And those, you know, the thing, like a lot of people don't think of like Kentucky being like freezing cold, but that's why all the bourbon that's there is because you get hot, hot and the cold, cold, cold. is the worst yeah. of all of it. So bad. Yeah. It's great for making bourbon, not great for... Heating bills. It made me strong. <laughs> I'm durable. <laughs> she can yeah. live through anything, I brother. I can lift your couch, probably. <laughs> Yo, we love your show, but we just have one critique to give you, okay? Instead of the annoying eagle for correct answers, because it is annoying. We think that you should do something like, I don't know, a crow. Like, Message deleted. Well, first off, the Screaming Eagle of Success is a staple of the show and his best buddy, the Disproving Pony. They've been fast friends for years. I do like that you acted out the sounds for us, though. I mean, that is tempting to kind of take that and, and run it back and make it a part of the show because if we could just have you guys on hold at all times and then... That sounds like they're cursing. You know? Uh, and also, uh, we've got we've got uh, the Screaming Eagle of Success, a.k.a. Intro Eagle, mm-hmm. on retainer. He's actually the second or the third most tenured member of uh, the show. He's got... Uh, He's not about, even an eagle. Well, so he, he it's is... It's a red tail hawk. I mean, Technically, he's a red-tailed hawk. But, but he identifies as an eagle. And he... 2023. Uh, he, he's pulled it together. For a long time, he had a massive cocaine problem. And he was just always just soaring all over the place, just screaming at people. And he had a machine gun for a while, and that was really he bad was, as well. He was... He was he's a, out of control. Yeah, he was He was drunk driving with mm-hmm. Vince Neal. It yeah, was... Uh, it was... Oh, God. Yeah, it wasn't, it, was, it was not great. It wasn't good. But, but uh, he pulled it together, yeah. and now, uh, you know, he has earned himself a permanent spot on the show. So, while I appreciate the... Uh, congratulating Crow, uh, the Screaming Eagle of Success will stay. This is Dave and Mahoney. Yeah, um... Dave and Mahoney present... Uh... Would you like special curling fries? Fast, fast, fast food freakout. Freak Shut up and listen to my order. Mario is joining us today for a round of fast food freakouts. Mario, real quick, tell me your favorite fast food restaurant. Full stop. Uh, Del Taco. Del Taco, good Texas choice. Food. All right, so Mahoney is here to help you out today. So is Audrey, and uh, there's some little clues in each one of these pieces of audio as to which fast food restaurant this freakout happened in. These meltdowns are pretty epic sometimes, and this first one is a woman, Mahoney, that just really wants her bacon. I think that you can probably empathize with this. I can, Dave. Mm -hmm. Let's have a listen. Wants her bacon. Is that A, in and out B, Jack in the Box, or C, Culver's? I think... Jack in the Box. Yeah, that's what I'm going to have to go with is Jack in the Box. Okay, so Mario, obviously you make your own choices around here, but what do you think? Is that in and out Jack in the Box, or Culver's? Both Mahoney and Audrey are saying Jack in the Box. I agree, Jack in the Box. That is correct. You're not going to get... I mean, I also don't think that they have bacon at uh, the first one. At in and out I, do they, they, they don't. I've they, never noticed bacon. They don't. They, don't have, I don't think they, so. they do not because have bacon. Because if they would, it. they would be grilling it right up there. It wouldn't be that flimsy, flam, all microwavable bacon I feel that you like get they'd everywhere have that else. Thick bacon. They would. Yeah, the kind where you like you Maple bite cut. into it. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of annoying how thick it is. You got to rip it a little bit. <laughs> I like it annoying though. Here we go on to number two. And Mari, if you get the second one right, you win. A man being extremely rude to the manager, holding up the line and acting like a toddler. How are you wait? Shut up and wait. I don't get to. Stop, stop. Get the f- How about that? You want to come to my face and yell at me? I don't know. Look at the f- 
Bye. Please tell me that was the manager going. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time it's acceptable oh, to act like a this child. Is, this is tough. Is that A, a McDonald's, B, a Raisin Cane's, or C, a Five Guys? Ooh, that's giving me Cane's energy. Mm. I got to hear that. It's McDonald's or Cane's. It's definitely not a Five Guys. Here we go. How about you wait? Shut up and wait. I don't get to shut up. Get the How about that? You want to come to my face and yell at me? I don't know. Bye. Not a single beat, Mahoney. Not Bye. one beat. I don't think this is Kane's energy. I think uh, I think this is McDonald's. I, okay. I really do. So McDonald's for Mahoney. Audrey is saying Kane's. Mario, you make the final decision. What do you think? I've never been to Kane's, so I'm going to have to go with McDonald's. You win. That's right. Two for Very two. nice. That's Good how job. we do Congratulations. it. Congratulations. Undefeated. You're saying you're undefeated? I, Mario it's not even is your game. Plan. I'm the Sherlock of Shakes, Dave. Okay. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. I had somebody tell me the other day that my life is the most chaotic thing that they have ever seen. And to me, it's just kind of normal because... You live it every yeah, day? I'm just in it. Yeah. But, somebody else... I mean, your life seems like chaos to someone like me because it, we do... I mean, even though we do the same thing, once the show ends, we do two very different things every day. Mm -hmm. So let me tell you what's going on right now is the wife and I have this trip to Cabo plan because one of her friends is turning 40. It's one of her childhood friends that she's been close with her, her entire life. And so we really want to make sure that we go on this trip. But it hasn't just been quite that easy. So normally when we go out of town, because this is the first trip this calendar year that we will have taken without the kids. Probably in more than a year in total now that I think about it, without the kids. And so I am very excited about going on a trip and having some adult time. Because you, you don't know, get a whole lot of, a lot of just that. adult time, especially our adult time with the wife. And I love our kids, and it's great, and all of that stuff, going on vacation, having experiences with them. But I also love adult time. Well, you have to nurture your yeah. marriage as well. Those, yes. kids, those kids aren't going to have fun in Cabo. No, they wouldn't have a good time. No, man. Not doing what we're doing. You're, you're not going to enjoy the finer nuances of senior frogs. <laughs> <laughs> they might like that whistle. <laughs> The whistle on the jello shots. They love that. <laughs> so before you get into the story real quick, Dave, yeah. I know that you said you've had a lot of chaos that's been happening in your life. I mean, running down the list of things between your kids starting school, you know, the cabinet drama, um, you know, your the whole house being under renovation for the last entire house. five months, the tree falling in the backyard, yeah. your front, uh, Scorpions all over the house. Oh, all fountain that sort broke of stuff. in your house. Oh yeah, it's just it's been a busy 2023. It has, uh, and so we're like, okay, now we we got this trip coming up. Everything's gonna be great. We have the plan. The plan is the mother-in-law <laughs> is gonna come in. She lives in Seattle. She's gonna come in, watch the kids. They do great oh, with I her. Love that. yeah. That's easy. Well. Let's throw a wrench in that as well. So my brother-in-law, my wife's brother, mm -hmm. and obviously mother-in-law's son, yeah. lands in the hospital. Oh, no. Crushing migraine. Like, cannot function at all to the point where he can't, like, can't see. Yeah, this, there this, can't he's be a lights tough guy. On. He's not a type of guy who's going to, like, go to the hospital unless it's, like, uh, yeah, he's like unbearable. Owns right? a plumbing company, like, a, just a man's man, you know? And so, you're right. He would but never... migraines can be absolutely debilitating. He's been in the hospital for over a week. That's and so, so sad. And so, now, we're Sorry. like, oh, okay, so now our babysitter, because obviously we're not like, hey, we got to go to Cabo to party. Like, you got to hurry down here, so we have to figure something else out. And so, we bring in another babysitter that's watched the kids before, because it's pretty important for us. If you don't know, all of our kids are seven and under, I mean, there's four of them. So, having somebody that they've hung out with before, especially like overnight, mm -hmm. is a big deal. 
And thankfully, this girl Jessica, she was able to come in and she's actually at the house right now to watch the kids. But my wife also has been dealing with this kind of crazy back injury where there's like this bone spur that's hitting like a cluster of nerves in her back. Mm. And Have you like... Uh gotten some crystals recently. Does somebody have a voodoo like, doll of me? Do like, you, what is happening like, here? What in the world? I mean, they say when it rains, it pours. Dude, and so we're just, I'm like, we're just trying to get out of town. I mean, and we're leaving in like a few hours, and I'm still well, like, I don't really know how this is going to work, but we have a pretty good plan. I just, I hope those kids but are tough, uh, man. Uncle Mahoney is here and has nothing to do this weekend. Uncle Mahoney, you going to go over there and, and hang with hang the kids? Hang out at the pool. I mean, I'll drive by. Yeah. I'm not. Just make sure it's not on fire, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get Uncle Buck before Uncle Mahoney. <laughs> no kidding, man. This is Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, I just got to say, you know, I, I, I enjoy your show, but I'm a little disappointed. I, I thought you guys were competent musical professionals. How do you not know that Knocking on Heaven's Door is a Bob Dylan song? You know, also covered by the great Eric Clapton, two of the greatest versions of all time. And to say the Guns N' Roses version is the most popular, that's the garage band version. Talk to you soon. It doesn't mean it's better because it's more popular, but it is when you just look at views. The I, I mean, Guns N' Roses. If, if you Google knocking on heaven's door, the first thing that comes up is Guns N' Roses. And I'll, and I'll be the first I'm 32. <laughs> That's my excuse. I mean, it did come out in 1973. And, and Bob Dylan's version, because I looked it up because I was shocked. It's a good uh, version. And, and kind of annoyed that I didn't know that he originally did that song. Uh, but he did it for a soundtrack. Sure. And, uh, and and the Guns N' Roses version was the one that was being performed during Cover Your Ears. Yeah. Because you could hear, unless Slash was playing guitar for Bob Dylan, which I don't believe was the case. I'm just, I, I there's like two two or three Bob Dylan songs I like. Outside of that, I've just never, you know, it, it's, you know how certain artists who are iconic just don't speak to you? That's that's the one for me. Same. Don't care about Bob Dylan. I, I like Bob J- Dylan art in my room, but it's kind of like whenever I wear a uh, Slayer t-shirt, name three songs. Yeah, you, you can't name three songs. No, nah, well, man. I mean, I can. Who can? But, I mean, who can name three Slayer songs? I, uh, yeah, Rain no. Rain and Blood. That's one. the one. That's all I can name. Anyone else? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Didn't think so. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I have I have art on my wall uh-huh. of, of Bob Dylan. I have Jacob Dylan art. So I see him every day. That's what I was going to say. I actually really like, uh, I really like Jacob Dylan. You like the wallflowers? I do like one the wallflowers. Headlight. That's and a you, and you want to talk, I listen to you, it all the time. And you, and, and you want to talk about it like <laughs> a good cover. I co- really do. You want to talk about a good cover, and I know a lot of people will probably come at me for this. I like Jacob, Dil- Jacob Dylan's version of Heroes more than Bowie's. Oh. <gasps> I will and I love you. Bowie. I oh my God, Mahoney! You. We literally just got somebody who talked to us one second ago. Did you hear the voicemail? Yeah. He said that he thought that we were musically credible. You just ruined it. You ruined it. <laughs> Music after we had already ruined it. Music is like food. You know, you can't explain why you like what you like. You just do. And you know, our taste buds and our earbuds are different. Yeah. If you would have told me that I would have been on like sad cowboy country right now, <laughs> if that's what you're living right now. Oh my God! Yeah. Like if you would have told me. Ten years ago that I would have been a country music fan, I would have just thrown my my younger self into traffic. Like, there's just no way I, I mean, would have thought that about myself. That's that's just the subject. I'm just, just different taste. Yeah. Things change. Things change. Palettes change. Uh, I'm listening to you complain about these cabinets. I can guarantee you didn't check out the company. You went with the cheaper one. 
How's that working out for you? You didn't check with the Better Business Bureau either. If I were you, I'd call these yahoos up and tell them, you're past your contract, you owe us a discount, why didn't you use local? And stop whining about the scorpions. Have a good one. Message why are deleted. we getting yelled at right okay, now? First off, you dick. <laughs> I did not not vet the company. I've actually used them before. They're not the cheaper version. It's very expensive. They're driving in. They're traveling in four and a half hours every single Why way. Why did she just yell at yeah, us? Yeah, don't come at me like that. And also, there's scorpions in my house, and I have babies. I like. I'm really feeling a type of way that we're getting yelled at I right will now. Fight you. You can come over and finish the cabinets if you're so confident. Please leave a message. Should check the better biz bureau, Dave. What silly did. thing did you try to hide from your loved ones? But it turned out they were okay with it when they found out. Message deleted. I don't really feel like. We hide much from yeah. our loved ones because we talk about literally everything that's going on in our lives. I hid my mental illness. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was trying to add some brevity. <laughs> Dark humor. No, he knew. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, I, have, I kind of fear to ask you this question because I think the answer might be ridiculous. But what is the most amount of money? And Audrey, the question goes for you as well. The single most amount of money, if you can remember, that you've ever paid for a single food item. One item? Uh, yeah. I bought, after we hit a number one's rating bonus once, I, I bought a, like, I'd never had A5 Wagyu. And so I went to cut at the, you know, Palazzo Venetian. Yep. And I bought, like, uh, you know, whatever, an A5 Wagyu. And it was, I think, three or $400 okay. for a steak. So but this was, not- like... 15 years, 10, 15 years ago. No, I mean, that's a lot of money for Yeah, yeah. For it was steak. obscene. Yeah. And it, but it, to be fair, it was the best steak I've ever had in my life, and it melted in my mouth. Yeah, I mean, I... I, I and then I pooped it out, and then I went jack-in-a-box uh, six hours later and bought two tacos for $1. Have you ever, like, do you treat yourself like that? I mean, because Mahoney is definitely a foodie, right? Where it's like, if he hits a ratings bonus and he wants to treat himself, he's going to go buy a $400 steak. I, I wanna go, I've wanted to go to a Michelin star. I want to go to Rubichon, Joel Rubichon's place, but, and do like the tasting menu just because I love food. It's what makes me happy, but my wife won't go with me. Really? And I won't go by myself. So I, I've done, I, I went to uh, the Jose Andreas, his Bizarre Meat yep. uh, restaurant, and it was the same thing. It was like there was a celebration of some sort going on, and I did their tasting menu, and I think it was like $800 a person is very Ooh. expensive, but it was same thing. Best incredible. meal, incredible, yeah. like a, a really great experience because they have just I think it was like thirteen courses, all, all like smaller little bites that eat along the way, mm-hmm. but just things that you would never expect. You're like, hang on, caviar and cotton candy together. Like, what are you talking about? But somehow everything worked perfectly. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's the most I've ever spent for for a single meal for sure. So you're looking at me like I would be buying. The meal. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm literally a hot chick. I am a girl. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> no, but uh, the the one thing that I can think of is the time that Harley bought the eight hundred dollar. My my boyfriend's daughter yeah. bought the eight hundred dollar steak. Oh, and God. then uh, <laughs> and then liked the macaroni and cheese more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like That's... this is so on par, but nope. So this is interesting. A four point eight pound wheel of Spanish cheese just broke a world record because it was auctioned off. This is a wheel of cheese, $32,000. For a wheel of cheese? Yeah, so See, it's- I don't know. Cheese is getting too big for its britches, man. Like, yeah, cheese needs to reel it. Your cheese. Yeah. You're just oldie, moldy milk. 
So the buyer was some restaurant owner, and uh, he paid $32,408. It's some blue cheese, which makes it even worse because oh. blue cheese sucks. See, I can jam on some blue cheese, no. but not, not that's got to be some stink cheese. So this guy, I guess, has got a system in place where he's reselling this cheese because he previously set the Guinness World Record for the most expensive cheese sold at auction when he bought another wheel of this same type of cheese for $22,000 back in 2019. So what's going on with these cows? Like, why is the cheese so expensive? What is put into the love and care of the cows, the love and care of the cheese, to Man, where it would be that expensive? Like, do they get, like, a mani-pedi day every day? I feel like they just found a sucker. Like, they just found a buyer, and they're just lying for to this guy, telling cheese? him it's the best cheese that you'll ever have, Dude. and they're selling it to him for $32,000 a block. People are wild. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. Today's Redneck Report, Mahoney, starts with how many of the Redneck Reports start? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was America. Oh, what kind of communist stuff are we going to hear today, Dave? Well, a trooper was out here being a communist in Uh Indiana about 9 p.m. on Wednesday when he got... All upset because there was a 51-year-old man named John McKee that was operating a Power Wheels Jeep. A Patriot, Dave. In the roadway. (laughs) A Patriot named John McKee. That's right. The state police added that uh, McKee's Power Wheel Jeep had no lights or reflectors, and it was difficult to see because it's a toy, and he's driving it down the middle of the road. Did they give this American hero a DUI? They pulled this man over, and they said, hey, you appear to be very, very drunk. (laughs) And he said, maybe. Uh, He was arrested and booked for felony charge of operating a vehicle while intoxicated with a prior conviction. Is that really a vehicle? I mean, if you're in the roadway, like, I get it. You know, it's... He was on the side of the road. Yeah, but man, like, you're driving a Power Wheels Jeep. Like, what are you doing? I mean, I feel like (laughs) the way that these need to progress um, is have somebody behind you, like, with a joystick... And, like, having them drive it for you, like almost yeah. like drone-like. Yeah, like, I, w- I wasn't driving, officer. I was just riding. I'm just, I'm just a passenger princess <laughs> over here. Horses, lawnmowers, power big wheels, and uh, bicycles. If you're not in the middle of the road and you're drunk, you should not get a Fair DUI. Yeah. You should not. So there's a bunch of people out there that are very worried that, uh, that the vaccines that you have to get for your for your pets, you know, if you, like, want to board them or, like, if they are going to interact with other yeah, animals. Yeah, like rabies and stuff. Like normal vaccines. Sure. Uh, they're worried that those vaccines are giving their dogs autism. Oh, is and that And I'm what's... like, your dog is already sitting here licking their own nuts. Like, what What? What do you what That's do you not mean? how the, any pets of this don't works. don't get autism. Right. That's another it's really autism. good point. And also, rabies are is a very, very real thing. What would you just say? Pautism? Yeah. Pautism. Okay. Oh, you're going to get canceled. You're going to get canceled for that? <laughs> if Mahoney gets canceled for a pautism Dogs, joke. that does not how dogs, it's not yeah. how dogs work. No, it's Full not. stop. Like, uh, hey, get your dogs a damn rabies shot, because guess what? If it bites me and it doesn't have a rabies shot, don't they get put down? Yes, they get put down. Of course they do. Like, man, nobody really wants that. What are you doing that. out here? Uh, I mean, and finally, yeah. uh, man, with these gas prices, this story is wild. A 40-year-old man was arrested after allegedly breaking into a home in Seattle uh, there was a teenage girl home alone at the time, so that's Jeez. terrifying. But she called her dad while the man was trying to break in using a wooden stick, uh, and he called the cops. Did the officers you see were still this video? outside. Oh my god, it's insane! It's insane. The officers are still outside. They overheard loud banging noises from inside the home. Fearing for the girl's safety, they busted down the door and started searching for the girl and the suspect. They found the forty-year-old guy 
in the homeowner's vehicle in the garage. They demanded that he get out of the vehicle, and he started chugging a container of gasoline. Oh, like, yeah. what are Gasoline is rather expensive. Because it's death over accountability. Right? Like, what is wrong <laughs> people with people, man? People are so wacko. Like, what were you going to do? Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, what would you have done once you breached inside to where you thought that the only way out was to chug gasoline? Chug gasoline. You are a loony bin, man. Yeah. This is David Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for David Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a Hey guys, just curious, have you guys ever done uh, any like competitive eating contest or food eating contest? Thanks, bye. Message deleted. So yes and no. Uh, no for me, yes for Mahoney. And I'll let you tell the story about your, um, was it 22,000? I, I was challenged, and here's the thing, it wasn't a restaurant. I didn't win anything other than just... You know, uh, probably diabetes. And a great story. And, uh, you know, I ate 22,000 calories in four hours. And I then hibernated for, like, because that was a Friday show. I didn't wake up until Sunday. Mahoney, that is foul. two extra large, you know, like, every topping, super extra meat lovers, Papa John's pizza with all the extra butter sauce. And didn't you slam a couple of two liters as well? I drank two, two liters of Mountain Dew. Yeah, you're I, doing the Dew, brother. They had this Baskin-Robbins County coffee. shake that had, I think, uh, 2,000 calories in it in itself and then a couple other things that hit that <laughs> 22,000 mark. And I'll say this, I love eating. That is this, 10 days worth of oh. your proper calorie consumption. And I was, this is when I was in younger, four hours. too. So, you know, I was 25 yeah. at, the, at the time and I will say I love food. I, I always will love food. That's the one thing that is my biggest weakness. But near the end of that second pizza, or even in the middle of that second pizza, I couldn't taste anymore. You lose your taste. It's like your body, because your body knows you're not supposed to eat this much. And you're like, just forcing. Enough, yeah. So you're just chewing Ugh. and chewing, and there's no flavor. Oh, my god! And so it was, it, was, it was an experience I don't recommend for anybody. But, you know, you I could say I did it. You ever watch My 600-Pound Life? Uh, I have not. One of the things that you always see on there, mm-hmm. pizzas. I love pizza, though. <laughs> yeah. It, pizzas and, like, two liters. Yeah. I blame the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for indoctrinating oh, me yeah. when I was a kid. It's their fault. Yep. It's their fault. Brainwashed. Like you. <laughs> Good morning, guys. And Audrey. Um, hey, uh, for your dilemma, for your spatulas and your potato masher, uh, just get a round tin, put it next to your stove, Put all your spatulas and masher in one and like all your whiffs in the other. Then they're already right there ready to go. Y'all have a good day. Take care. Bye. Message deleted. So here's the thing is that I know when I put that spatula or that potato masher into the drawer, it's going to get stuck. Mm-hmm. And yet somehow I will never change doing that. Well, I'm an idiot. I just will continue to put it in there and then get mad and be yanking on that drawer every single time. You can't have the potato masher and whisk and spatula on the counter. That will ruin the aesthetic of the kitchen. And as everyone knows that listens to the show, Mahoney and I are big proponents of kitchen aesthetics. Aesthetics. When we're wearing our tan <laughs> yeah. wide brim hats and That's taking right. all of our Instagram photos. Mm-hmm. You should see the one I have packed right now for the trip. That's you, right. Yeah, I bet it's going to look fantastic. You should see that brim crisp. I do think that they need to have better organization for those items, though. I mean, like, the countertop organization is just so lazy. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I do it. I have that because there's no better option. And then I still have other items that I have to have that won't fit on that weird countertop 
menagerie that you have that's like a bouquet of spatulas. A bouquet of spatulas. <laughs> it's like the only thing. It's like, oh, let me add to my bouquet. And if it's like another if whisk. If your girl loved cooking, would it be sweet if you gave her a bouquet of spatulas? I feel like that would be kind that of cute, actually. Yeah. Put a little bow on it. Yeah. But then whenever you go to your drawer, it is just an absolute nightmare. And so that is a, that is a, a metaphor for your life. It Dude, is. I, I really reached into that drawer, I'm like, I'm going to get cut by something. So and It's going to be that apple slicer that I never use. All used. of a sudden, like, Papa Roach starts playing in the background. <laughs> Have you seen have you seen those uh, like knife holders that aren't the blocks? Because the blocks now are kind of passe. Oh, are as they? As far as decorating oh. goes, at least according to Pinterest and all the you know the accounts that I follow. But mm-hmm. they have those like metal one. They have like magnets. Oh, the magnets. Like, yeah. But I don't want to do that, and I'll tell you why. And let me know if this makes me sound crazy. Like I don't want my, I don't want anybody in my house. To have that easy access to a big ass knife, like they wouldn't just looked for like, in the drawer next. I feel like <laughs> having to pull it out of the wood block is a deterrent enough yeah. to stab me. But if, if they're if they're on the wall like that, I mean just that's, that's instant it's stab. Pretty, and it's it's pretty tempting to just start chucking them like ninja stars. Yeah, yeah, no. it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, we have them. I know in the house. And you never thought about just chucking one at your boyfriend? No, but you have to really make sure they're clean, and that's what's really uh, annoying. Because like the water yeah. droplets and stuff are like hard water. That it is so sucks. annoying. You're like sitting there like spit polishing every stupid knife that goes up there. And yeah. men and knives, what's up with that? Why are y'all so obsessed with knives? You gotta have knives? a sharp knife. It's a... <sighs> we're, your, your natural born Your boyfriend murderers. is gonna be like a, on a chef show. Like, he's, he's he cooks for you. Like, he you're gonna complain about him wanting a good knife? The knives are a bit ridiculous. I mean, like, the thought of spending $200 on a knife mm, that's is on the, like That's wild. on the low end. That's, that's how you get stabbed dad, by a nice knife. That's my, on the low end? My dad, my dad was a <laughs> chef. You know, for many, 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 many yeah. years, and there are knives like like back in the like the seventies and the eighties when mm-hmm. Hinkles were like the the best. I think he spent like five hundred dollars in like nineteen eighties money on one of those knives. So what you're telling me is, whenever a new knife shows up, that that also means that I can get a new pair of shoes. No, that's not what that means. That, that's that's sparter. That's for, trade for, for us. It's a conversation piece because I'll tell you this: if I were to go go to another man's house and he's like, "Hey, you want to see, see this? You want to see my new knife?" I'm like, "Hell yeah, I want to see it." These thin cut <laughs> tomatoes. <laughs> And then oh, he showcases it for you. Or couch. Get a new couch. A couch. Well, that's about the same as like a whole bushel of knives. A, a, a bouquet of knives. <gasps> you ha- a bouquet of knives. That would be awesome. That's what you should get him for Valentine's Day. Absolutely. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media.